This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Money Pit is presented by Quickcrete, Centurion Tools, and Greenworks. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you with your home improvement, your decor, your gardening projects. Help yourself first by picking up the phone and calling us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Do you need help solving a how-to problem? you got a decor dilemma? Go ahead. Toss it right over to us. We will kick it around and get the solution that you need to get going. Coming up on today's show, we're going to help out a DIY dad. This guy, I felt for him, Leslie, because he's got two young daughters. He's got a plastic swing set. He's painted it twice in two years, and it keeps peeling off. Mm. And I think a lot of people are in that position. So we're going to walk you through how you can restore your plastic play toys for your kids in a way that's going to be durable and is going to last a long, long time. And also ahead, with all the time that we're spending at home these days, the wear and tear shows on us as well as on our houses. And when stuff breaks, we need to be able to find the right glue to fix it fast. And sometimes that really can be a challenge. We're going to share tips on a new product that can set you up for an easy, reliable fix. And if you need to cut a tree, firewood, or even landscape timbers, a chainsaw can make quick work of that project. But while gas chainsaws are costly, noisy to use, and require a big commitment every year to keep them clean and running well, cordless chainsaws can deliver just as much power without those hassles. We'll share tips on what to look for when choosing a cordless chainsaw just ahead. And with all the gardening everybody's doing these days, we're all getting outside. You're going to love this giveaway that we've got for one lucky listener. From Centurion Brands, we're giving away their collapsible watering can, which is great for small space gardens, along with a few accessories for a total package value of $55. So give us a call right now. We're here to help you out with the answers to your home improvement questions. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. Robin in Wisconsin has a question about flooring. How can we help you? Hi. Um, we're refinishing our finished basement. Um, and the former owners glued down the carpet on the concrete, and we're scraping off what we can. Do we need to, I'm going to put in vinyl plank flooring. Do we need to sand that down, or should we put a leveler, or is there an underlayment that we can put under, um, or is it going to matter if there's some glue on there? How much glue are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, inches of it or just some no, areas of, like, no. slight unevenness? Just just little areas of unevenness, and, and we've been sanding it, but that's quite a procedure. 
Oh, my goodness. And sanding it is only going to find, like, gunk up all your sandpaper and gunk up your hand mm-hmm. sanders. I mean, it only sort of reactivates the glue. It's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. So generally, with a vinyl plank flooring, certain manufacturers might have an underlayment on the backside. Some might recommend something. Most of the times, I'd say just follow the manufacturer's recommendations because they know what's best for their product. But for the most part, with a vinyl plank, you're not going to need any sort of underlayment. Those will either usually overlap and adhere to one another with a double-sided tape or they'll click and lock. It really depends on which product you're working with. But I would say if it's a thinner vinyl plank and you get a lot of flex to it, you might see areas of more thickness of the adhesive. But if it's a bit more rigid vinyl plank, I think you're going to be able to go right over that and not worry about it. Oh, perfect. Great. Thank you for your help. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Conrad in Texas is on the line with a roofing question. How can we help? And I want to uh, get your advice as to whether or not it would be advisable to put up a solar vent over my garage and leave the ridge vents uh, throughout my the rest of my house. I, I am getting ready to re-roof my, my entire house and garage. So when you say solar vent, do you mean solar-powered uh, attic fan? Yes, yes. Right. First of all, my general advice is to never use an attic fan. And and the reason I give that advice is because typically when the attic is over living space that is air conditioned, what happens is the fan is so powerful that it will pull air conditioning from that living space through through uh, the hundreds of nooks and crannies that you don't know about, like the space in between the two-by-fours and the wall cavity where, say, the outlet is installed. That becomes like an intake port where it'll suck out the air conditioning. If you were describing this garage as, as being attached to the house but, but not attached to the living space, and, then include, and I would include the attic in that, if the attic is completely independent of not being over the living space... And considering that it's a hip roof, which is the type of roof, uh, folks, if you're not familiar with it, it's the one that's like a pyramid, right? It goes up on all four sides. You end up with this really stro- small ridge at the, at the top where you really can't put in effect the vent. In that circumstance, in that circumstance only, yes, I think it's okay to put a solar-powered attic fan. I think it makes a lot of sense for you. Um, because if you're, you'll be pulling air through all those soft vents all the way around, you'll be drawing it through that attic space and exhausting it, and that will keep the roof temperature cooler, and yes, it can increase the the, uh, the longevity of the roof. Now, for the other sections of roof and, and attic that are, again, separated from that garage space, there you should use a continuous ridge vent. Make sure the ridge line is cut open at least an inch to an inch and a half so you have a good wide gap at the top and the vent fits on top of that. And be careful um, with the type of vent that you choose. You want to make sure you get one that's open enough to allow the airflow but not let water uh, drive into it. There's a, there's one by certainty called an air vent. Uh, it's the it's that's their manufacturer's name or their trade name Airvent. I think it's Airvent.com or Airvent Inc. Something along that lines, and it has um, a nice uh, baffle built into it, which speeds up depressurization. It's also got a filter that fits inside of it that stops uh, from rain from blowing in. So just get a good quality uh, vent like that, uh, and I think you'll be good to go. Have the best of both worlds in that situation. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. And post your questions on social media or give us a call with your question for your chance to win a great prize. 
perfect summer weather out there. Everybody's getting out and maintaining the garden. So we've got up for grabs a Centurion collapsible watering can plus some garden accessories, a collapsible bucket as well, and a gardening pad to protect your knees while you're out in the yard. It's a prize pack worth 55 bucks. That's amazing. Very, very cool because I'm always tripping over my buckets. I'd love to flatten it up and stick it back on a shelf or something. That's a pretty cool idea. So the number here is one eight 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 Money Pit. If you call us right now, we'll toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat, and you might just win today's prize from Centurion. Ellen Arkansas is on the line with a roofing question. How can we help you? I got a roof uh, job coming on this uh, in a couple of um, weeks. Is they're doing my roof and they're doing my sliding. Now I had a big okay. oak tree in my backyard. I had it cut down, but in the meantime. This it was there so many years, it left mold, you know, the green stuff growing on my shingles, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The guys that's going to do my roof said that, oh, that's okay. You can get up to three layers of shingles before you have to take the old shingles off. And I say, well, mm-hmm. mold strikes a, a negative vibe in me because my husband and I have allergies. Would that affect us? They say they're going to put the new roof over the old roof and the mold. I told him, no, that's not going to happen. He said, well, what we'll do, we'll pour, uh, spray it with bleach, the mold, and we'll rake it, and then we'll just cover it with a new roofing. And my question is, since it is so much money, is that wise? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you can put three layers of shingles on, but it's a really bad idea to do that, aside from the fact that you've got some sort of growth on this roof. The whenever you put a second layer of shingles on, the first two layers in your case tend to retain a lot of heat, and especially in a in a um, environment like Arkansas where you have really hot oh, yeah. summers, as that heat is retained, it accelerates the deterioration of the top layer. So, in my experience, mm-hmm. if you had a roof that typically would last twenty years. You put a shingle, a layer or two of shingles underneath, you're going to have it last more like 13 to 15 years. I've seen it cut a quarter mm. to a third of the life off by doing that. So it's always smart to remove old layers. They're probably trying to avoid it because it's expensive to remove old layers. They've got to pull it off and then got to get rid of it. But it absolutely is the best way to do a roof replacement. And if you're planning on being in that house for most of the life of the roof, it's, it's well worth yeah. it. Now, in terms of the moss or the mold or the mildew or whatever is yeah. on there, there are many, many things that can grow on a roof depending on the environmental conditions. And it's mm-hmm. not always mold, although people tend to call it that. There's a product yeah. called Spray and Forget that we have a lot of experience with. And mm-hmm. you spray it on the roofing surface. It intends to smother all of those biological growths and stops them from uh, from coming back. It will kill what's there. It will naturally just you know die off and go away. And then there's a bit of a residual effect to it that stays on there. And if you apply that about every two years, you're not going to ever see any mold or moss or mildew or algae or lichen or anything else grow on that roof shingle. It's sprayandforget.com. Okay? Okay. I appreciate it. Yep, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. 
Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. Well, one of our listeners named John, who's a dedicated DIY dad, wrote us about a project that he was trying to get done for his two daughters, which was to paint a plastic swing set. Now, over the last two years, he painted it twice, and the paint just peels off after a few months of use. Now, I know, Tom, you're a dedicated DIY dad yourself. You kind of feel for this guy. You know, he's turned his question into a pretty detailed post on the money pit, which I thought it would be great to sort of walk through. You know, why was it that he had such a hard time getting the paint to stick? And really, I mean, can you paint a swing set? Yeah, you know, why he was particularly surprised is because he was using paint that was actually rated for plastic. It was one of these products where it's like primer and paint in one spray paint and it's supposed to stick on plastic. And I know what he was using, and I think that that paint's a fine product, but I don't think it's meant 
for the the punishment playground equipment is going to get. Uh, if you are, you know, maybe painting a plastic chair or a tray or maybe some plastic flower pots, okay, but not your playground slide because that equipment takes a real beating. I mean, between the kids and the weather and the sun that bakes on it all day, if you want it to last longer and provide the kids with a lot of years of fun, you need to protect it. So I think the first thing here is to talk about what makes the paint stick because that's where he's having the problem. And when you're working with plastic, you have to use a special type of primer. It's called a high bond primer. Bond being like the stickiness part of it. And it's designed for use on any type of a really smooth surface. If you wanted to paint ceramic tile, or you wanted to paint some shiny smooth steel, or if you wanted to paint a piece of laminate, uh, if you're in the auto restoration business and you want to paint part of the dashboard, you would use first a high bond primer. It's available in a spray paint. It's available in a gallon bucket, a quart bucket, whatever you need. But these bonding primers are really the key. So what you need to do in this case, John, is you need to first remove the old paint. Hopefully this will be easy since it's already started to peel off. But if you have to use a paint stripper, make sure it's a safe citrus type stripper and read the label to make sure it works on plastic. You need to clean the surfaces. You can do that with soap and water. And then here's a little trick of the trade that a lot of folks don't know about. You need to use a scotch pad on that surface, just a dry scotch pad, like the kind you use for like, you know, no stick cookware, like Teflon and such. That helps to like abrade the surface just enough so that the bonding primer really sticks quite well. You apply that top coat of the bonding primer. It doesn't have to go on thick. It just has to cover. Uh, And then after it dries, you can put your finish coat on it. Now, what I would suggest, John, is that you sort of take this whole process for a test run before committing to the entire swing set. I think you're going to be very surprised. Maybe take one of the seats and go through this process. You can buy, I know Rust-Oleum has a bonding primer and a top coat uh, that you can uh, buy just in cans, so it won't cost you more than probably 10 or $20 in paint. Uh, prepare the surface, apply the bonding primer, apply the top coat, let it sit for a few days, and then you can test it for durability. And one way to do that is to take some duct tape, yes, another good use for duct tape, <laughs> and uh, and put it on the painted surface and try to pull it off, see if it sticks. I think you're going to find that the paint actually sticks this time. You'll know you have a good solid surface, and then you can start the process of doing the entire plastic swing set. But it really comes down to that special primer when you're trying to do a slippery surface like this. And uh, I think the high bond primer is definitely what you need. Heading out to New York where Ruth wants Chuck air conditioning. What can we do for you today? It's getting summer and it's getting hot here, so I'm getting central air conditioner estimate. Oh, congratulations. This is the first time you've ever had central air? Yes, it is. You are going to love it. Well, this is the question. I have three different estimates. Okay. And my square footage is 1,331. Okay. One said three tons, one said three and a half tons, and one said four tons. Uh, what is the right amount of Yeah, tonnage? I'd throw out the four ton guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, because generally it's six to, it's uh, 600 to 800 square feet per ton. So you're kind of in that two to two and a half ton range, depending on how efficient your house is. Did any of these guys do a heat loss analysis and figure out how many BTUs they need to make up with this AC, or are they just kind of make an educated guess? Uh, 
nobody did a heat loss analysis. I didn't know that should be done. <laughs> it's not only a question of square footage. It's a question of how much glass do you have facing south? How much insulation do you have in your attic? You know, how weather tight are your are draft proof or your windows and doors? All of this plays in because, of course, the leakier the house is and the, and the worse it's insulated, and that means the more AC power you need, basically, the more BTUs you need to, to cool. So how old is your house? Um, my house is about 50 years old. I'm thinking like around two and a half is, is probably about the right size. The thing is, see, if you go too big, like that four-ton unit, what's going to happen is it will short cycle. So it'll run, it'll get the house really cold really fast, and then it'll shut off. And by doing that over and over again, it never runs long enough to sort of dehumidify that air in the house. And so it gets kind of cold and, and like damp feeling, which is very uncomfortable. You want it to kind of run steadily um, over you know a good period of time and then shut off and rest and then come back on again. And kind of a nice cycle. So that two and a half ton area is, is probably the right area. Now, beyond that, I would just look at the reliability of the contractor, find out who they're working for in the area, you know, get some names, find out who they've installed AC systems for, and maybe even in older houses, and don't be afraid to pick up the phone. A lot of people ask for references. Very few people actually call those references. But if you call them and say, hey, you don't know me, but so-and-so gave me a, your name as a reference. I'm having an AC system. Thinking about having an AC system you know, installed in my house by them. Really curious as to what your experience was. If you wouldn't mind, please call me back and share that. I would appreciate it. And, you know, nine out of ten times, people will respond to a call like that. It's not like you're a telemarketer, Ruth, you know? <laughs> right. Now, I, I, these were all three were references. That's the, that was the puzzlement. Well, okay, they were references, but that means that, you know, somebody used them and told you to call them. I would ask for more than the person that just told you to call them. You want average. You know, you want three or four names of people they work with uh, that you can call not just one. Just because they were referred by one person doesn't mean they're great. So three or four names would be great. And, and don't be afraid to pick up the phone and make those calls. Okay. So I should ask the person themselves, could I have references of people you worked for? Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Ask the contractor for references of people that they've worked for. Check and see if they're part of the Home Advisor network, because you can go right on to HomeAdvisor.com. And- yes, I have actually got them from Home Advisor. Oh, well, that's terrific. So on Home Advisor, you can also learn even more, because there's usually quite a few references. So that's a really good thing to have. Yes, I, I do. I check that out, too. All right, Ruth, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, with all the time we're spending at home these days, the wear and tear shows on us as well as our homes. And when stuff breaks, we need to be able to find the right glue to fix it fast. And sometimes that can be a real challenge. 
Yeah, and if you've ever needed to purchase glue, you really can spend a lot of time looking at those packages, learning what it does, and more importantly, what it doesn't stick to. Well, the folks at Superglue has now come up with a product that can do just about anything. That's right. It's called Total Tech, and it's an all-in-one adhesive and sealant with some pretty impressive properties. With us to talk about that is John Petrosi. John's the VP of Sales for Superglue. Welcome, John. Hey, thanks for having me, Tom and Leslie. Uh, it, it's a great opportunity to be part of the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, and uh, I'm excited to, to talk to you guys about uh, Total Tech today. Well, before we get going, we want to talk to you a little bit about your brand because it has a pretty impressive 40-year history. And I was really surprised to learn that the original Superglue product was actually developed for World War II, but it was initially thought of as too sticky because it stuck to everything. Is that true? That's true. That's true. It was first used to mend soldiers during uh, World War II, and you know it was very, very sticky, but it was great for those flesh wounds until they were able to, to get back to a facility and be treated properly. You know, And then in the 70s, that's when they first introduced it as an instant adhesive for the do-it-yourself or the pro and the industrial applicator. Yeah, and of course, we all remember the ad campaign with the car and the crane. And is the car going to fall? But no, the glue is amazing. I mean, it's so cool that it really did stick to everything. But you guys are still continuing on in this whole model of what sticks to what with a brand new product called Total Tech. Can you tell us a bit about that? Well, a little bit about the company. We were acquired by AC Marca in 2017. So our parent company now is from Spain, and uh, they've been in business now for nearly a uh, 100 years, and they had an adhesive company over there called Thays. And so they were interested in the original super glue, and now we have just an endless pipeline, Tom and Leslie, of innovative products. So when you take a look at the instant adhesives, we have a brand-new product called Super Unix. Uh, instead of lifting a car, uh, we've got a brand-new commercial that uh, we're actually lifting a 12,000-pound monster truck. So we've really made some upgrades and innovation to the instant adhesives. But Total Tech, I'm really excited to tell you about. I'm an ex-paint guy. I've been in the paint industry for 35-plus years. And what Total Tech is, is the first construction adhesive and sealant that is positioned as all-in-one, meaning it's going to give you the adhesive characteristics, instant grab, great strength. It's very versatile for all all materials, all conditions, so it could be wet. It even works underwater for swimming pools and hot tubs and things like that. You know, it's important to have uh, an all-in-one product like that. I, I know personally, at least twice in the last year, I remember spending an undue amount of time in the hardware store and home center aisles reading, trying to read the packaging on some of the adhesives. With all the requirements, there's not much room for uh, for labeling, but I was trying to find adhesives that would stick to vinyl and stick to rubber for some unusual projects, and then I was looking for one that would stick to foam. And you spend a lot of time reading these packages to try to figure out exactly which one you want. So the uh, invention of all of these all-in-one products just makes it so much easier for the consumer to buy something reliably and have it work the first time. No doubt, no doubt. And what you have out there is is really you're fishing with stale bread with obsolete chemistry. You have silicone chemistries out there and polyurethanes. What Total Tech is is a proprietary polymer that has taken the best out of silicone chemistry and polyurethane and, and blended into the all-in-one. So ideal from strength, elasticity, wet surfaces, the versatility, all construction materials like you alluded to, uh, plus it's paintable. So uh, great for indoor and outdoor. Yeah, paint, paintability is a, a, a huge factor. Now, we were talking about projects that folks can get done while they're spending all this time at home. Caulk in the bathtub is one of those projects, but there you have 
sensitive issues of mold. Will this uh, is this a good product for using on a bathtub to caulk? Absolutely. Uh, there's no food source to it, so it's mold resistant. And you know what's really cool about it, Tom, is the, the shower will be ready to go. It'll be serviceable in about seven to ten minutes. That's amazing. Huh. Yes. I mean, so as far as instant sealing, if you have a leak, anything like that, it's, it's a great sealant. Uh, but as far as, uh, aesthetically, um, it's available in a white and a clear. That shower and the clear on glass, you know, you know, so that you don't have to use a white product. The clear is non-yellowing, so UV resistant, so it's great for those backsplashes, all those granite countertops, things like that, even stainless steel where over time you use various cleaning products on there. This will not yellow. There will be no discoloration with it, and you hit the nail on the head, mold resistant. We're talking to John Petrosi. He is with Superglue. Tell us about a brand new product that is called Total Tech. It's an all-in-one construction adhesive and sealant. So, John, it sounds like this is a product that, uh, you know, even if you don't have a specific project in mind, you might just want to pick up a couple of tubes and have it there at the house so that you're ready to go when something does break, because let's face it, there's a lot of that happening with all the wear and tear on homes these days. No doubt. And what it's going to do is give you the simplicity. All right. So um, you only need one product in the gun now. Um, It's going to eliminate all of that confusion that he alluded to uh, because of the versatility. So no more reading the backs of packages and things like that. It's not a good, better, or best type situation, and it's the all-in-one product. So if there's something that you want to adhere to the outside of the house or you want to go ahead and put up a hook or or do any type of crown molding, things like that, it's great for those characteristics, but on the same token, any type of sealant. You just got one product that will bring simplicity, get rid of all that clutter and confusion in your garage, and, and run with Total Tech. You know, I think it's also important to point out that there's a smaller size that's like a tube size, so if you don't have to tackle such a large project, you can actually use this over multiple uses and just screw the top back on and store it away. But if I do purchase the larger um, cartridge for a caulking gun, what should I do? Is there a special top for it? How can I store it so that I can use it again and again? Uh, great question. All you want to do is put a little bit of painting tape or or tape around that. Um, sometimes that people will put a nail at the end of the the tube on the cartridge, but as long as you go ahead and and wrap that so that there's no air that gets in it, and then just try to keep it in a cool place. The last thing you want to do is is you know a lot of contractors will leave it in the back of their truck or or they'll leave it in their trucks and it starts to heat up and things like that. Just keep it in a room temperature type place and you'll have a lot of longevity. The little squeeze tubes, like you said, uh, Leslie, they're ideal for smaller projects. So if it's a sink area, I mean, we even have a, a lot of homeowners using it for crafting, you know, um, you know, lawn ornaments, things like that that are, are going to be exposed to the elements. So um, it's water resistant. Um, it works on wet substrates and um, just really, really simple. Leslie, you were just telling me you had a, was it a favorite um, mug that you wanted to fix? You know, I just went to Paris in February, right? before all of the traveling stopped and i picked up this great mug which has this cool snake ring i thought as the handle and i was using it maybe the second or third day or two into quarantine and i broke the snake so i was like oh that's not actually metal it seems like it's ceramic i filed it i literally bought every type of i'd look up the glue and i'd be like ceramic to metal it would arrive like a week later didn't work file it off up ceramic to ceramic <laughs> i cannot get this little piece to stick back to this beautiful mug that i have and i'm like oh i'm ready to try something else 
And she's not alone in this, John. This is the frustration a lot of folks go through when it comes to adhesives. Absolutely. You know, and, and um, you know, and the confusion that goes along with it. And that's why you want a product that's going to be very, very versatile. Uh, with Super Unix, that's the product that you would use in a particular case with your mug, uh, Leslie, uh, because of the dishwasher resistant. With Total Tech, it, it, it's almost like a more of a, a caulking type uh, texture to it and viscosity. But with Super Unix, um, you know, that's what we use to lift the, the 12,000 pound monster truck. It's good for metal, just the various substrates, but that's what you want to use uh, with, with your mug on the ceramic. And I'm happy to, 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 to send you a tube so that you could be uh, well, a great go. testimonial for us. I'm happy to put it to the test. John Petrosi from Superglue. The new product is called Total Tech. And, John, where is this available? Uh, it's available at Ace, True Value, Do It Best, uh, just an array of, of various outlets uh, uh, nationally. So um, you can visit our website at www.supergluecorp.com and find a dealer or a distributor near you. That website is supergluecorp.com. John Petrosi, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, guys. Hey, are you doing any gardening in your yard to get ready for your big Memorial Day weekend? Well, if you are, we've got a great prize to help you out with that summer project. We've got up for grabs this hour the Centurion Brands Collapsible Watering Can plus Garden Accessories. And it includes a soft kneeling pad and a collapsible bucket. Everything collapses, nothing leaks, it saves a lot of space, and it's super durable. It's a prize pack worth 55 bucks, but it could be yours for getting on the air with us today. Give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Well, have you ever had a large branch come flying down in a spring storm and needed a chainsaw to get rid of it? Well, the tool definitely does the job, but they're costly, they need gas and oil to run, and they do take a lot to maintain. And it's especially a hassle if you see yourself only needing that saw once in a while. Well, that's right. But with advances in battery and motor technology today, you can pretty much get the same performance from a cordless battery-powered chainsaw as you used to get out of the gas-powered models. I've been using the Greenworks 60-volt Pro 16-inch cordless chainsaw. And when you compare this tool to a gas chainsaw, the battery-powered motor actually delivers 20% more torque and faster cutting than a 42cc gas-powered chainsaw, which is pretty much the same size. Yeah, and you know, these saws are a lot easier to use as well. You don't have to prime them or choke the engine to get it started, and no pull cord is needed. It starts really easy every single time. And cordless chainsaws are also a lot lighter than their gas-powered friends, which means it's a lot less fatigue on you. And the Greenworks Pro 16-inch is designed to deliver up to 140 cuts on a single battery charge, which is really helpful for you getting that job done. And it needs virtually no maintenance and has both an automatic chain oiler and inertia-activated chain break, which gives you some added safety. Yeah, I saw a video of uh, of a reviewer using the Greenworks Pro 16 where this guy was cutting an oak tree. I mean, the tree was probably about, it's got to be about 14 inches in diameter. I mean, it was pretty much the same depth as the blade itself because you just saw the blade sticking out and it just sailed through this. And he had made 
uh, probably over a dozen cuts on this really, really thick tree, uh, and we still had plenty of power left. I think he'd only touched about a quarter, 25% of the battery power. So pretty impressive. That Greenworks Pro 16-inch cordless chainsaw is actually part of a new whole line of 60-volt tools. It's the most innovative technology in battery-powered outdoor tools that Greenworks makes. They have ultimate performance. They've got superior runtime, and they really have changed the game. And I, don't, I would dare to say they're probably not done yet. These products really do a great job. They're sold exclusively at Lowe's Home Improvement. Abby posted a question for us, and she writes, I'm a novice when it comes to home improvement DIY work, and I'm interested in repairing some sun damage I see on my front door. Can you walk me through this project? Sure. That's a great project, Abby, for for a beginning DIYer. It's a good project for a warm weekend, so check the weather. Uh, You need to make sure that the door has enough time to dry before it can be put back. So what you want to do is take the door off the hinges, and that makes it a lot easier to work on. So you're going to have no door on your front house for uh, you know a good part of the day while this is happening. Even if you have to break this up by doing one side and then the other, putting the door back and forth, not that hard to take it on and off. You just pull the hinge pins out of the hinges, get somebody to help you because the doors can be heavy. But put it outside on a couple of sawhorses. Then you're going to want to lightly sand it. And then you're going to want to add a new finish. Now, when I, I get the sense that this is a wood-finished door right now. It's not painted. It's stained. So what you're going to want to do is use a urethane. And you want to make sure it's an exterior urethane because it has UV protection. And I'll give you a trick of the trade on prepping the surface when you're sanding it. 3M makes these sponges that are called sanding sponges. And they're great because when you're trying to get in the nooks and the crannies on the panels between the door and the molding, they will conform to that shape. And it makes it a lot easier than trying to do it with regular sandpaper. Um, If you really want to step up the finish on it, look for exterior-grade urethanes or look for marine varnish. That is absolutely the toughest because it has the highest degree of UV protection because it's used to make uh, boat finishes stand up. But uh, you might want to do this one side at a time. Do one side after it dries, put it back on the next day, take it out, flip it over to the other side, and maybe you'll have to do that twice. You'll have two coats on both sides when you're done and a beautiful new finish to your door. All right, Abby, good luck with that project. That really is a great project for you. Well, if you take your off-season clothing out of storage, you unpack those boxes, and you find out that they've been ravaged by insects or moths, that can really put a dent in your day. To make sure it doesn't happen for you, Leslie's got a timeless solution you can build yourself in this week's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, you know, for centuries, cedar has been used to keep bugs and moths from turning your wardrobe into their favorite buffet. Now, cedar not only repels those pests, but it also resists mildew. You can add as much or as little cedar as you like to the walls of an existing space, but it's most effective if you line the space in full. That includes the ceiling and the back of the door. Now, to start, make sure you go with eastern red cedar. It's the type that gives off a scent that keeps the moths away. And you can either nail the tongue and groove to the studs, you can attach it using construction adhesive, or you can do a combination of both. You just want to make sure that you use a stud finder to find and mark those studs and begin at the back wall. And once the back wall is covered, you can install cedar on the sides. And once your project is done, that closet is going to smell amazing and the bugs are going to hate that smell entirely. But you will find that over time that smell is going to fade. But you can very easily sand that cedar lightly once a year or so. And that will rejuvenate that scent and bring back its natural aroma and keep your belongings safe for years to come.
Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, do you love your dog but not so much having to get up in the middle of the night to let the dog out? We're going to have tips on how to install a pet door that your pet can actually open, close, and lock themselves without any human intervention or risk of unwanted wildlife using that same entry. That's all coming up on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.